Another week, another guest. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. If you want to send us any emails, info at 91octane.com. Also, a reminder, use code SHIPBOX, S-H-I-P-B-O-X, for free shipping on orders over $35. Let's start the show. <laughs> Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John, and right next to me, for the first time ever in 91 Octane, E36 Junkie, head of marketing at iBock. And uh, a snow day brother yeah. for me, <laughs> a snow day brother. We met in the snow in, in the Southern snow. California. Yeah, we did. Oh, actually, I forgot. I just was going something to get a little more cozy in here, more comfortable. Because you got all these, you got all these trophies oh, up here. Oh, what? It's just the 2015 B5 Championship trophy. Oh, oh, just I just champion. I'm just putting it up for <laughs> to make myself more comfortable yeah. around your stuff so if we could you yeah, just put it right there for now it, yeah yeah see that's, if we can lean it up on there yeah that's see, good so right. this. yeah so just remember that <laughs> yeah. just remember that right, uh, this is you know. uh this is that the uh, special dick measuring episode <laughs> <laughs> i'm 91 octane no that's uh, dope man congratulations yeah, on thank that. you yeah. dude that was like early <laughs> You know, 2015. Yeah, things yeah, are a little different, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You're the B5 champ. I right. haven't made a B5 champ yet. <laughs> no, yeah. you know, but I just thought you'd like to see it. Oh hell and, yeah! And I really wanted to get more comfortable thought in the you'd space. Like to see. I thought, you, you know, I, I watch. You, you wanted I, to flex on me? No, no, no. <laughs> I watch, and I was like, oh, you, that's cool. You have your your stuff up there too. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I thought maybe you know, bring no, it here yeah. just to, just for comfort. We're gonna need a white backdrop, but know. you know, I might have to keep that in here. I don't know, dude. That's <laughs> that's usually up on the trophy <laughs> on the trophy yeah. thing. So. It's high up there. Yeah, right. Just give it a kiss every yeah, time we leave right. the house. A big budget on this one. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty <laughs> cool, but you're it. right. Yeah, a tiny little plaque. But yeah. the track is cool. Yeah, that yeah. Was cool. That was a good but thing. thanks for coming on the yeah, show, man. And thanks for having some decorations, man. Some Christmas decorations. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah, how was your your long commute from Ibach to the house? Oh man, I had to go uphills both ways to get here. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, it's good. This is like I was saying earlier. It's like this could be potentially dangerous depending on how much fun we have. Yeah, because so, yeah. uh, it is pretty close to the, the office. And yeah, I mean the it, timing works out pretty well. So. Yeah, and already we're already on a good uh, on a good track here. But for those who don't know, for those who don't know how we do things on the show. We're going to go through our headlines for the week. Those are your 91 Octane headlines. Then we're going to learn a little more about Mark uh, in the middle of our episode. And at the end, we're going to put you on the hot seat Dude. for a chance to become the King Motorhead on the Motorhead Blitz. I will be. Which you bad. have already claimed you're going to destroy on, right? No. <laughs> Dude, you can't tell people that. You can't tell people that. Yeah. <laughs> I think they I understand. I did not say that for the record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. No, but it's good. It's good. Let's get into our first headline. Man dies after brother doesn't put wrench back where he found it. <laughs> there is no person more guilty of this than me, like mm. with my own tools. Mm. But it's always more frustrating when somebody else does it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, know? for sure. Um, are you a use and put back tool guy or a use and leave laying around for a little while? So it's 
it's used to be and it still maybe is a little bit use and leave around for a little while yeah so uh i have a unique situation where my wife is also an automotive you know a car nut right and so she's got tools i have tools oh, you guys have your own set yeah we have our own sets oh okay we've actually she spent i don't know 10 hours separating all of our tools and organizing everything what? and so the minute the minute something is not where it's supposed to be she is aware and <laughs> And then I am aware. Yeah. And then I am in the garage fixing it. So the <laughs> the garage is a big point of contention between the two. I, of us. I was just gonna ask, right? What was the what was sort of the catalyst for the separation of tools? Well well, we both came into the relationship with our own sets. Oh, and okay. it's like okay. And it's like, you know, a lot of tools between the like a ton between the two of us. Actually, right. We broke it out into three different sets. So we have like her set, my set, and then there was a totally spare set. And I think we had a giveaway set too. So four sets. What? All What's together. a giveaway set? Just like uh, we were going to give it to a friend who needs it. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. So yeah. I haven't found that person yet. So <laughs> slide into the DMs. I mean, yeah. Just yeah. yeah it out. We'll figure it out. A little giveaway <laughs> on the show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I am totally guilty of not putting the wrench back. Yeah. Uh, until I got married, and now I will do that as quickly as possible. Oh, okay, yeah. Happy yeah. wife, happy life yes. type of situation. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Type of situation. Yes. Yes. Or okay. it gets thrown at me. So yeah. yeah right. Does she have tools that you don't have? Uh, some, some, but it, a lot of it's overlap. But she has the nicer tool set. She's got oh. a dope, brand new boxo setup with like the, oh, okay. all the drawers, and it's like. You want to use that one because yeah, yeah, it's the sure. nice stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. And I have like some real, I've got some Pittsburgh mixed in, some craftsmen <laughs> from like OG craftsmen. Oh, I've but got those are like, dope. yeah, no, I mean, that was the good stuff. Yeah. I, I have a ratcheting wrench set that is the best, best tool ever. But, uh, you know, I've got a whole mix mash of stuff, and uh, her stuff is like, all the drawers are perfectly organized and like, right. it's like, she's, okay, well, she's got like foam inserts. It is all foam inserts. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, okay, I guess I'll uh, use that one. It's, it's easiest to get to. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. so is yours just kind of scattered a little bit? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Maybe yeah. A little bit. How does she feel about you getting in her, into her boxo tools? <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not, not good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, but no, it's good. You know, like, we both wrench on stuff, but I do more of it. So, okay. and like, you know, it's okay to use the good stuff. Yeah. But you just got to put it back. You got to put it back. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why you've learned, right? Yeah, so right. to hang it back up. How long have you been wrenching? I got my first Honda in 2000. Okay. So, what is it? 23, 23 years. years. Yeah. Easy math. Yeah. Easy math. <laughs> yeah. Easy math. I was not a car guy at first. I was uh, like a comic book nerd and then okay. uh, went to high school. Got beat up a bunch, and then <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. But uh, okay. but I was I played it low key. I was quite quite okay. kid. Uh, and then um, yeah, my buddies got a car, and they started hanging on with all these Honda kids. This was back in Cincinnati, so I've had a, a long okay. journey. Yeah, yeah, out here. And then uh, <laughs> but so wrenching officially once I got the Civic. Okay. Yeah. When did you come out here from Cincinnati? Twenty twelve. 2012. Yeah, October 2012. Oh, okay. So 11 years ago. What what brought you from Cincinnati to California? My buddy needed a room. He was living in Venice. Okay. So he was like, you know, well, I don't know if you do, but we have, you know, in Ohio, no one wants to stay there, right? So yeah. you have friends. Everyone disperses, right? Yeah, yeah. And so we always have, like, groups of friends in different regions. And so he and my buddy, like, my buddy Nick and Dave, they went off to California. And those are, like, the California 
guys that you never, ever see again. Right. So Dave got a gig elsewhere, needed to move. My buddy Nick said, hey, do you, do you want to move in? Do you want to move to Venice? And I was, I had just turned 30 when he hit me up with this. And I was like, not do, I was a service advisor at Lexus. And I was like, ah, oh, man, dude, I, I have no responsibilities here. So there's no reason not to go. Right. So uh, moved in with my parents to save money, saved some money, uh, moved out here to Venice and blew through that money like six months faster than I thought I was going to. <laughs> yeah. And then had to get a gig and started working over at a uh, Volkswagen dealership in Santa Monica as a service advisor. And then uh, got a ring or got a text from uh, some of the Ibach friends uh, like, Hey, we have a, a position available. Yeah. And it was a technician position. And I was like, dude, I, I can do that. Yeah. And then I get there and they're like, so what do you do? I was like, Oh, you know, I can do any Honda. And they're like, okay, cool. But we do more than Honda. So <laughs> yeah. this isn't going to work. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So it, it didn't, oh, work, didn't out. work out, dude. And then, um, fast forward a few months and all of a sudden there's like a sales position available. And I was like, okay, so hear about that. And yeah. I'm like, put my name in the ring very fortunate to get a call back and then went back for a few interviews and that's that was that damn that was that yeah. and that's your and we're gonna get more into ibach a little yeah, later sorry. but that was sort of no that's Jumped good that's good there. no that was sort of your the genesis and the buddies that you knew from ibach were these buddies from cincinnati how did you meet these people so i in addition to the m3 i have an integra type r right so and that's a strong community back on the midwest east coast actually it's a pretty big community across the country right but itr expo was a big event and everyone from across the country would come and meet for itr expo so um one of my buddies steve uh he knew a guy named tony jackson they were really tight from skating and uh, cars and so tony was out that june at mid-ohio for itr expo okay and so i we were all hanging out and we were talking like suspension stuff because that was my interest because the civic was slow right and it's like yeah, okay yeah. well if it's slow then at least make it handle well yeah and so tony and i were talking he's like oh dude you know hit me up next time you, when you get out to california hit me up we'll go out to the track and hang out oh, and okay. so that's so that's kind of how that that worked and yeah. then uh, got out to California, went to do all the things that I read in magazines and couldn't do, like super lap battle. Oh, okay, so like cool, went yeah. to super lap my first super lap battle, like right when I got here, it was October. Super lap battle is the next month. So like right after I did super lap battle and that's where I ran into Tony again and that's kind of what started the conversation. So. Oh man. When did you start like driving, like track driving? Uh two thousand six. Okay, I, so I, it was soon after. No, this was uh, oh no, that was no, before two, th- 2006. Oh, okay. so like wait, oh, back, back, back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, okay. So yeah, ITR Expo actually was my first event at Gingerman, which if you're familiar with Grid Life, Gingerman yeah, yeah. Uh, festivals at Grid Life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 2006, I just got the Type R the year before, and it was like it was like my birthday, and I don't like celebrating my birthday so much. I like disappear. So. I yeah I'm the same way well I've gotten a little better at it but (laughs) I I got a little better at it but uh you know I usually I would usually just disappear I didn't want anyone to tell me like happy birthday like I just wanted to be a regular day right uh I don't know why or where that comes from but some people do some people don't yeah and uh so I sign up for this event I was like okay I'm gonna do it and then last minute I get cold feet and I bail but then I get flip-flop which anyone who knows me knows i'm super indecisive i flip-flop again and decide last minute at like 7 30 p.m 
on the day before the track day to drive up to Gingerman. So it's like uh, it was a six hour drive. Ooh. So I got there at, you know, whatever, midnight, 1130. Yeah. Uh, no idea what I was doing. Show up. I roll into this expo parking lot at the hotel. Everyone's out in the parking lot, hanging out, goofing off, like working on cars. It's like the coolest thing you could ever do. And I was like, okay, this is it. Like, these are my people. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know where I was going with that, but that 2006 Gingerman was my first track event. And then from there, I realized that I knew nothing about how suspension works. I threw on some fancy apex, uh, what was the good one? The Apex coilovers. Type V. Oh, okay. No, it was before that. It, okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't even sure where you were going. But yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. anyway, some Japanese coilovers that yeah, I yeah. thought were like the best of the best. Yeah, yeah. And I was just plowing, like understeering everywhere. Mm. I couldn't steer the car. And I was like, I thought these were supposed to be good. <laughs> so I went back to the forums, shout out Honda Tech, and uh, learned how and why it was and started to understand and, you know, started making changes and getting feeling like feeling how suspension changes affect your driving. And like really got interested at that step from there. Okay. I mean, we have a very similar timelines, but out here, the jump to going to the track, even as spoiled as we are with how many tracks we have out here was a huge jump. So for you to make the decision to go out to the track was that a big jump for you, or is that a lot more just a regular natural progression for car guys in Cincinnati? No, it's a huge jump, and it's yeah. scary. Uh, it's, yeah. It's scary. The, um, the, I will say that like, I did NASA out there. NASA Midwest was my region, and uh, that helped get me there, but I had never done anything until ITR Expo. So ITR Expo was good and uh, was really easy to get your feet wet and get comfortable because of the community but then like once you get to nasa it was a little more uh scary because people are more serious like you're there as an hbde one person but you're there with real race teams who are racing it's intimidating yeah it's super intimidating yeah but you know they had a i had a great instructor and uh they really showed me like what what ways i could improve about you know awareness track awareness and safety and all that stuff and i really appreciated what what I learned from from all of the the NASA program for the most part. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Okay, cool. That we just got a bit of a crash course to your genesis, dude. Yeah, I totally just flapped my gums for way too long. <laughs> no, no, one, no, this no one is, cares this, about this. This is what a, every I care. So yeah, that's enough, right? <laughs> it's a ninety-one on Octane podcast. No, that's cool. I'm interested. I wanted to know. I mean, we met very briefly. Yeah. Um. So we didn't get to chat a lot. And so knowing kind of like, you know, that you're coming from Cincinnati, that you're, you know, you were Honda originally mm-hmm. and now you've turned over to the dark side. Dude. You know, we'll talk we'll talk about that more. But let's get into our next headline. Honda community celebrates the millionth stolen Civic with the cake <laughs> of the club. Dude, <laughs> I saw this earlier on Instagram. I was hoping I, we would talk about this. Yeah, yeah man. So. This is... uh. Right up your lane. My first question was going to be on this is, have you ever stolen a car or have you ever had a car stolen? (laughs) Uh, No and no. Uh, Okay, that's good. Fortunately. Yeah, yeah. Both can say But being a Honda guy, you have had that looming over your head for a long time. Dude, 15, 16 years now. Yeah. The minute, the minute. I took ownership of that Integra Type R. It was game over. Oh, how so? Like, I mean, you know, at the time, those were the most stolen stolen cars because yep. you can take all the parts from that and put it on a, any type of civic 
or any other type of Integra. Everything was, you know, Lego yeah, style. Yeah. So you get the best stuff as soon as you get your hands on that car. Yeah. So in Cincinnati, the theft wasn't that bad. I was able to not worry about it too much, but like the sec, I mean, the car didn't even come with me out here until way later. Oh, okay. So I had to get myself established in a safe place to keep it. Was uh, that intentional? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't just leave it out anywhere. I needed to make sure that if this thing was with me, it had to be like protected and all that stuff because it had a lot of sentimental value. So it's like, I didn't want to just get stolen and hacked up the minute I got to California. <laughs> yeah. And it likely would have happened. I mean, I I have multiple, I mean, I have more than 10 friends who have had Integra's and Honda stolen. Mm, yeah. I and you we're not that. even talking about ours. Yeah. We're talking about from the full gamut of trims. Yeah. Uh, now I guess from what you knew theft to be, you know, when you moved to California originally to now, would you say you it's the same? It's kind of gone down. Is the fear still the same now? You know, being that you still own one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the fear is still there. Okay, the fear is is present. I feel like a lot of it it's uh, cooled off a little bit because not as many people are looking for those cars. Yeah. Um, and I think you know I don't know if this is accurate or not, but like having chips in the keys has changed stuff, made yeah. it a little bit harder to take things, but. Man, I don't know. I don't. I don't love driving this thing around. So it's tough. Tough to keep. Yeah. Actually, because of that. How? Uh, like, when's the last time you street parked it? Like overnight. Overnight? Yeah. Never. Never in California. No. Never. Not no. once. Hell no. There has never been no a single way. need. Okay, no. smart man. No, it's there's been needs, but I will not do it. Oh, what's the? I guess let's let this go there. What's the like the the the. How how should I ask this? The most you've had to do to make sure that the car is in a safe place. Uh, I I honestly don't remember a certain scenario, but usually it ends up being like super late nights. Like if I have to sleep it off, yeah, and wake up and then drive it home, then I would do. Wow! That. Yeah. So you'd sleep in the car? No, no, no. Like let's go, like take it out to a friend's or something. And oh, you're like, okay, okay. You're like uh, you know, enjoying yourself, and then you need to take a nap. You know, put it somewhere, take a nap, and then drive it home afterwards. Damn, so, yeah. you're like, dude, no way. You're sacrificing your partying because uh, you want to make yeah. sure, dude. It's crazy. Honestly, this has been a conversation uh, lately because I'm thinking about maybe getting rid of it. Oh, so, sentimental value is starting to dwindle a little bit. It's the whole, you know, worrying about it is starting to be it's stressful. It, it's stressful. Yeah, and you know, I've got more responsibilities you know in life so yeah. it's like do i really need to have that hanging over my head all the time so, yeah no i get that i get that it's so this hits home yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah this is yeah you don't want to be part of the statistic no, you know, no. a million and one is no, right around no, the corner man no, a million dude, and one. No, no 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 way so it's garage now right oh yeah always. yeah it's always garage no matter what you get it'd be hilarious for you to get like a gt3 rs and like it's out in the street i mean, at, I mean that's what I, it would be 100 percent would yeah. do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man but right, <laughs> let's get into our next headline man invests 10,764 consecutive hours on youtube and forums in pursuit of the perfect wheels when buying new parts that you need what is your process for narrowing in on the brand or type of part that you're going to buy? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question. I do every bit of research possible, like reviews. You know, you do, obviously, you start with the, the Google's yeah. machine. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, 
uh, the interwebs. And um, honestly, I think mine is like reviewing failures. Like I'm looking for like challenges with installation or challenges with broken parts or failures or like, Hey, this is broken or, um, aesthetics is a big part of it. Yeah. Like it's got to look good. You know, if people are running it, fast people are running it. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, okay. Well like, you know, they're doing a 145 on it. So, I guess I could do a 145. On yeah, it, so, yeah, for you know, sure. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever, but I don't know. Um, it, it there's uh, form and function. How would you split the percentage to you between form and function? Is it 100% function? Is it 80/20? How I much- used to be 100% function. Okay. Like Integra never got washed. I felt like it was like Ah, uh, this is a tool. You know, it's right. a tool. Yeah, yeah. Didn't care. Didn't care. And then I moved to California, and now there's a little more form involved because uh, like yeah. there's a lot of cool stuff out here. Oh you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's like this is the mecca of automotive enthusiasts, right? Yeah. So it's like you see more. It's not like I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses. It's just you see more cool stuff, and you want to be more involved and like part of that. Yeah. Club. Yeah. You know, so not I think full 50, hot boy, yeah, just a little yeah. hot boy, just yeah. a touch, like yeah. low key hot boy. So yeah. it's like sort of modest, sort of modestly done. Humble, hot humble boy. hot boy. Dude, there it is, dude. Make a t-shirt. <laughs> I want a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's kind of my my mindset on that. It's like kind of like 60, 40. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's a pretty good split. Function, w- function to form. Yeah. I'm about in the same, I'm in the same boat too. Did we just that's become best friends? Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go do karate in the yeah, garage? Just, you know, fuck this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> karate in the garage. Oh man. All right. Well, you know, I, I'm the same way, you know, kind of I, I tend to I feel like I overdo it sometimes, you know, in terms of how much research you do for car. This is where this comes from. Oh, yeah. You know, you're sort of obsessing and sometimes you're finding contradicting information and you're like, oh, maybe not. Maybe this. What are sort of your go to brands? Right. And now that you've been at in in motorsport for so long. Right. What are mm-hmm. some of the go to's? Maybe we split it in the in the Honda side of things because that's where that's what you know. I know you know a lot of BMW stuff I now know, too. I'm a Beamer <laughs> guy now, dude. You are. So you want to go Beamer? That's that, that's better for me because we can I, go. We can go. Let's go. BMW. What are your, what are your go to Beamer brands then? Um, Eibach is first, dude. Of course, yeah. German. Yeah, yeah. German German company. Yeah. Or we call it a, a U.S. Art. We're U.S. with a German accent. Oh, okay. Te- okay. So. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it started in Germany, so it's it's pretty legit. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Um oh, man, my go to I don't know, there's so many good options. Like there's lots of good damper companies out there. Yeah. You've got like kind of your like the MCS, the JRZ, uh the Nitrons guys, like all the stuff over in Europe's kind of cool. Excited yeah. I'm excited about all this ring tool. I got a very cool opportunity to drive the ring which we can talk about at a different time oh but, oh what yeah so no we're gonna talk about that now you want to talk about it now hell yeah okay so tangent for, <laughs> yeah that's i have a feeling that's the way this whole episode is gonna go but yeah, yeah uh 40th birthday last year okay um had uh had an opportunity to go out for like a work slash birthday trip Okay. As my wife encouraged. So this is what you meant by I do kind of celebrate now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, right. So, but, you know, my wife uh, encouraged this trip. She's like, you know, like, you should do something big for your birthday. Like, really do it. Yeah. And so 
she kind of set the whole thing up, like all the hotels and all the stuff. And it was, it was amazing. We went out there, did a couple days of work, which was nice. And then did, um, you know, we stayed out in Cologne and like kind of worked our way through Southern Germany. Okay. And, uh, we, I rented, I rented a car, an E92 M3. Okay. Which was nice. Yeah. And then, uh, did, you know, two and a, or like a day and a half of driving the ring. And, um, we stayed at the Dorant, which is like literally the trackside hotel. Wow. So my, my wake up call was a, a Porsche Cup race nice. that Saturday at eight o'clock in the morning. Beautiful. Like the best thing you could, you literally wake yeah. up, you head, you shoot up, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. what? And then you, you know, run out on the balcony and just watch this race start and go. And then it's just, it's amazing. It, I think anyone who has the opportunity, go do it and rent something cool. You can rent something slow and fun, but if you really have one opportunity, rent something that you really like are going to enjoy. It's, it's worth it's the gotta, extra bit of money. It's got to scare you a little bit, right? A little like, bit. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Get the car that's going to scare you a little bit, but you really just glossed over the driving part. You did a day and a half. Of... It was only 10 laps, but it's Re- still, yeah. But I mean, those are seven minute laps. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wish they were seven minutes. <laughs> okay. Bridge to Gantry. It wasn't quite seven minutes. I didn't do much laps. sim practice before I went, so. Did you do any? Sim practice? No. No, no. no you went just, in dry. <laughs> Only what I could remember from Gran Turismo or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, which so is, you, I, I regret that, actually, because yeah. I was close to a seven, like a high seven minute uh, bridge to gantry time with this thing. Yeah. And I know the car can do low seven minute stuff. So I'm right. like, kind of kicking myself for not, uh, not yeah. thinking about that and like really. Could have bragged about yeah. that instead of the trophy. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Right. On yeah. a global scale, that's a way cooler thing than a <laughs> Bad, P5 but championship. You've, but you've gone global. That, yeah, that, that's that's right. one thing right there. But yeah, <laughs> yes. dude, like, I mean, the 10 laps, it's it's so long, but to learn the track. It's insane. God, that's insane. You, I thought I had it, and then I didn't have it. Oh, Dude, that, every time you're like, oh, this turn is next, and you're like, it's not that turn. No. So you so, were tempered the whole time. Yeah. At oh, least yeah. somewhat. Yeah. So like. What's the most, like the hairiest corner you got into? There's a couple over like over crest towards the end i don't yeah. know the numbers man i still don't know no I, that's I fine i wouldn't but, like, know either you there are a lot there are a lot of turns where you can make it pretty straight and then do some curb hop like i had the opportunity to um get a ride along on sunday and i was missing a lot of time oh, it was like dude okay. after that i was like oh, i blew it i blew it there's oh. so much time on the table yeah so there's a lot of curb hopping that you can do in certain places but then there's also a lot of like uh not like well 90s that kind of sneak up on you like around like blind turn 90s and stuff right. like that and that that stuff's hard to remember where where those are so those are pretty yeah. hairy. um I, the first you know as you go it's the first 90, it's the first chicane where you come flying up the hill. You're supposed to stay right. You come in left and then immediate right. I don't know the name of the turns. You think I would know because <laughs> so I care so them, much man. about this whole <laughs> yeah, thing. No way, This man. thing, this would literally change my life. You know, like, it's well, like. What does that mean? What, is, what does it mean that it changed your life? I, it's all I want to do ever again. You oh, know, like, like really? get me back out there. Yeah, as far yeah. as driving goes, like, yeah, yeah. I want to go back out and try it again. Yeah. It's like addicting. And so, like, as soon as I got back, I was like, oh. Ring tools, ring tools, like look at all these BMW ring cars. And it's yeah. like, that's all I've been consuming. So when are you going back? 
I don't know. Next work trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I imagine uh, yeah. how much is it to rent a car? This was, uh, I think it was like two grand to rent this car. Okay. For tw- 24 hours. Okay. So I picked up the car on Friday night. We did a checkoff ride, and then I had the car the whole day Saturday to, to finish my laps. What's the so, checkoff ride? It's just uh, the owner rides along with you to make sure you're not an idiot. Oh, so these are private like cars. Yeah, EVN ring rentals. Oh, shout out to EVN. Shout out to yeah. EVN. They so were awesome. It's like... Uh, so they they're like local people that yeah. just rent their own cars. Yeah, dude, wow. it's literally lo- so. Uh, the castle, the Nurburg, Nurburg, uh, uh, whatever the castle at the top <laughs> of the hill. <laughs> yeah. He's like right right down from the castle. You so you drive up this super narrow hill. You get to the garage. You get checked in. You pick up the car, and then you go. And you can go back and forth. It's super easy to go back and forth from the ring. You know, entry back up to that to the shop right and the shop is like conveniently closed so it's like a nice little like chill spot if you need to take a to take a break for the day right because what you don't realize until you get there is that it's literally a a roundabout and then you're you take the roundabout and then you're right into the starting line there's two parking lots but they're usually slammed so it's like no place to park so if you need a break it's nice because you can drive around the roundabout and go straight and then right up the hill and you're you have a place to stop. And the Nürburgring is a public road. Yes, it is. I didn't feel that way though. Oh, okay. It didn't feel okay, that way. Okay. It felt like a it felt like a proper track. Yeah, a proper track. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. But so there weren't any like local people kind of slowly going through there. No. Uh, no okay, no, okay. No. Sometimes you see that on YouTube, but I guess it's not all the time. I think I think so they have like tourist days and I think anyone who's even visiting will go do that. But I don't think anyone's actually commuting. Through, through that road. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, in terms of the E92 M3 that you got, is it fairly stock or is it, you no, know? No, it had a little, uh, some Shermer stuff done to it, like a diff. Uh, okay. And had, um, I think it had like Intrax coilovers, um, half, like it had a roll, roll bar in it. And it made, I think, a little over 400 horsepower. So it was like, it was modded. It was, it was good. Yeah. Big brakes, AP racing, uh, big brakes up front. Um, so it's a dude, proper race. Dude, it was sick. It was yeah. sick. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, we talked about it because I was like really interested in the M2 that he had to rent. Yeah. And he's like, honestly, just do the E92. He's like, this is my best car. It's it's the oldest car I've got, but it's the best car. It's going to make you smile. And it definitely did. He's oh, like, yeah. the M2 is stock. You're going to have like stock car vibes, even right. though it's an M2. Yeah. He's like, you're going to want, like, trust me, this modded. E92 is the way, and it was. It was rad. Oh, no, I would love to do that. I mean, the high-revving E92, I mean, that that was just loud the whole time. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Well, I guess next work trip that you go, you're going to have to send me an invite. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. dude. Yeah, because it's been a dream of mine, too. Like, I didn't want to go to Germany until, you know, I I became a car guy. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, I, I need to do this. I think, I mean... If you if you can make it work, make it work. It's really worth the trip. And then there are so many cool manufacturers around. Yeah, it's it's not super close to the ring, but you know you can hit Porsche, you can hit BMW, you can hit Audi, you can hit Volkswagen, you can hit Mercedes. Like all of these companies are within you know a five six hour drive of each other, so you can really do a tour of the whole south of Germany and hit most most of the big manufacturers and see a lot of cool history about the automotive world yeah so it's 
it's pretty sick. I'm I'm an advocate for it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that too. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah, I think uh, next time it's got to be me telling the Nurburgring story. Yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when your fortieth is, but that's a good one to excuse <laughs> a, to do a it. A bit of a ways away, but it gives me enough time to save. <laughs> there you, you go. Know? Yeah, there you go. yeah, yeah. That's the move. Gives me enough time to save. But speaking of BMWs, you know, we talked about you being a Honda head. You know, that's kind of where you started, mm-hmm. and then you transitioned over to BMW. I also started with a Honda Civic. It wasn't as nice as a Type R, but it was a little uh, Honda Civic, and then converted over to BMW. What when did you make the switch from Honda to BMW? I so I actually hated E36s when I had the Integra. Okay, I had the Integra. I was like, this is the sexiest car ever. You know, this I love my car. I love Mm -hmm. this car, and I'm you know I'm on track. And every time an E36 got in front of me, they would get in my way. (laughs) Like I don't know. It's like literally the turn signal thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, this is. Ugly car, ugly ass car. <laughs> They're super slow. Every driver, every E36 driver is super slow. No one pays attention to their mirrors, like, and they all drag race me down the straight and win. So it's like yeah. it was just you know it's just enough torque to to win. And it's like, but every time I catch them in the turns, it's like, God, get out of my way! I hate. I'm never gonna own one of these. <laughs> yeah. So fast forward, <laughs> fast forward to California. I was looking for a fun daily, and you don't get rear-wheel drive cars in Cincinnati because it snows. Oh, that's right. So, like, I never drove rear-wheel drive ever. Okay. And I was, you know, afraid of it. I was like, no, no, I'm I'm cool. Like, I didn't realize how nice of a platform that is to track. Oh, yeah. So, I was was looking for a daily, and I had a budget. And I was like, okay, I need something fun, sort of trackable, and good for less than nine grand. And I was like... Everything was more expensive. Like TSXs were still more expensive. Like, what else? Everything I looked at was like 10, 15 grand. All the S2000s were more expensive. Now they're super expensive. Yeah. But like, all of that stuff was super expensive and not really realistic. And then I was like, well, what? I guess I, like an E36 might work. And then I was like, okay, an M3 is the only way to go. So I looked around and then found the M3 up in NorCal. And uh, I owned it. And I was like, oh, this thing's cool. Like, it does the things. And then I tracked it. And I was like, yo, this is sick. Like, <laughs> yeah, this thing I'm works. I'm steering with my right foot, and that's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and it's quick. You know, this thing was as quick as the Integra, which was totally, mo- like, a stock was almost as quick as the Integra, oh, totally okay. modded. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. okay. There's some things here. There's some things going on here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, and I was like, and it's totally stock, bone stock, air conditioning, radio, headliner, all the things Damn. like bone stock was still quick. You know, it's like I, 205 I, car, like right out of the box. I just want to say, like, you just described an under $9,000 BMW M3 with air conditioning, all your functioning. panels functioning, yeah, right? Yeah. As fast as a modern Integra. That, you'll never hear that again, but good for you. Yeah, dude. It was, yeah. I was very fortunate. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the price of the t- – I mean, at the time, I think that was in 2013. So okay, they were yeah. going for about that, and yeah. I think it was like 140,000 miles on it. So, so, so fairly like, low miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for us, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But uh, – so that's when the switch happened, and like once I tracked it, and like once I started dialing it, I was like, mm, I, I like this car. I like this car. And then shortly after, I went to – I had my first trip to Germany for work, went to the BMW Museum, and I was like, yeah, I've 
like the lineage. Like I, I like this sort of BMW vibe. I like yeah. where we're going with this. Yeah, you yeah. know, I work for a German company. I've got a German car. Yeah. It's quick. It's fun. <laughs> and it's starting to grow on me aesthetically. And uh, yeah, so then that was it. And you were stuck. And I was stuck. And I was like, now I got two cars, which is sick, because I can invite my homies over from Cincinnati to go drive, which is what we did. So it was cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we did Laguna Seca with a bunch of the ITR Expo dudes. Oh, you're giving them a... Did you give them the Integra or the E36? They got... Everyone got to drive... Try both. Both. But one of my buddies, Steve... Uh, took the Integra for the weekend. Basically. Oh man, damn! You're so, a good friend, dude. Yeah, that's dude. uh, yeah, that I takes a lot. I'm not a good friend, but because <laughs> he had to buy, he flat spot a tire. I made him buy a new one. So I mean, that's fair. That's I, fair. I thought so. Yeah. I thought it was fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it was yeah. like first lap out. Yeah, and he's like, ah, oh, you don't have ABS in this anymore, do you? I was like, nah. Oh, he's like, first lap. Yeah. So. Yeah, it would have been different if you said like, "Oh, I, I made them pay like a rental fee." No, no, that's no, different. No, no, you know, no, hell no. Like you, you, yeah, you got to replace those parts. Yeah. But now that you're on the BMW side of things, uh, you know, I guess your first car was an E36 M3, which I would say you're a little spoiled there, even though. Yeah. Um, where have your eyes drifted to since? You know, where where do you, are you like in the E46 camp? Do you jump E92? Are you into the newer cars? Where 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 are you at? Uh, so we now have three E36s. Oh. So we're like an E36 family now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a funny thing. I have two. Uh, yeah, right. There you <laughs> yeah. go. So, I mean, as nerdy as it sounds, there's just something about the chassis that, you know, that works really well. It looks really good. You can see it outperforming a lot of other vehicles today. You know, drifting, they're everywhere. Right now, I know there's a lot of E46s out there too, but the E36 is like doing pretty well uh, as far as fast cars go. You know, Bailey. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Steve. All, you know, all yeah. these guys are making E36s go real fast. So, like, we know it's a good chassis and it's like, it looks really good right now. And so I'm, I'm, I'm in it right there. But, but <laughs> if I had, you know, 25 grand to buy a, bo- a driver. I would probably do an E90, E90. Okay, maybe. the four-door. Yeah, okay. and then I'd probably need another 10 grand to maintenance it, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so that's I would do that one, but also that gets real bad gas mileage, so it would be a bad daily. Very bad yeah. daily, yeah. Is it, you? so you would want it as a street car? Yeah, I'd probably use it as a street, and maybe like if something's broken, I'd take it to the track, which uh, is how okay. it all starts. Yeah, right. We know, <laughs> yeah. we all know that's how it starts. It's like, yeah. oh no, yeah. the M3 <laughs> has two cracks in the head and it's down, so I guess I'm gonna have to take, take this, this one to Beamer Challenge, yeah. <laughs> Andrew Lim. <laughs> Just calling people out uh-huh. today. Oh, and so I, in terms of in terms of the E36, I agree with you completely. It does everything. You can drift it. You mm-hmm. can, mm-hmm. and it's still competitive, right? Mm-hmm. Where and any series you go, it's still a competitive car. Whether it's just it's spec series, of course, spec series is going to be competitive, but mixed series as well. It's yeah. still at the front of the pack, which yeah. is a testament to the car. E36s are supreme, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot confirm or deny. Yeah. Yeah, man. But uh, okay. We so your current stable, you've got three E thirty sixes, and we might be mixing ownership here. I understand. Yeah, right. And then uh, you've got the Integra. What does the rest of your garage look like? F one fifty for towing. Okay. Rav four for daily. Her daily. Okay. Uh, I think that's it. Is that eight? 
We were at nine at some point. Uh, no, I got three, the Integra, the truck, and the RAV4. I got six. What am I missing? <laughs> yeah, M3, 323 drift, drift car, 328 street car, Integra Type R, RAV4. Oh, Prius, which I brought here. Very embarrassing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You forgot the it car has, you've been dude, in. Dude, yeah. dude. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you hate uh, the Prius? I wanted to love it. When I first got it, I was hyped on it. And yeah. then I got I realized that I got duped by some secondhand dealership. Totally. Oh, duped how? Like uh battery's dead. H the hybrid battery took oh. took a dump or is take in the process of taking a dump. Yeah. So I paid too much for the car because when I bought it. It was just before, it was like four months ago, five months ago, when all the prices were really high. There was really low inventory on everything, and I needed a car because I sold my Tacoma. And, uh, dude, I, I overpaid for this thing, and now it's like, okay, I'm going to spend two grand on a new battery. But if, if I do it, or I'm going to try and unload this thing and take a huge hit, because I don't think anyone's going to buy it for less than, I don't know, or more than like. 3500 bucks so it's like yeah hopefully it's sold before this airs but the uh oh this is now yeah this is all going on now this is right now this is right now okay like i'm hooked up to a bluetooth thing turning off the check engine or the uh battery warning light as i drive home like every day right now it's the worst man i had dude you have so many cars why are you doing that dude because okay so tow truck just tow truck don't put miles on that because we need it to be good okay uh (laughs) 328 is leaking coolant like bad (laughs) m3 two cracks in the head it's over at european auto source right now getting uh attention okay um rav4 wife's car uh type r we know we can't do anything with that (laughs) (laughs) so that what that that's That's pretty much the whole list yeah yeah yeah. dude so (laughs) yeah okay scenario (laughs) how do you own eight cars and drive none of them yeah I guess I shouldn't be talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guilty of the same. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. But you've got a... Damn, that's a sizable stable. Yeah. It's, it's, we're doing okay. Yeah. Doing how, okay. W- how do you keep all the batteries in order? Unplug them. You just unplug yeah, them? Yeah, okay. Unplug them. I, okay. I, we have three... Or no, we have two of the good blue and gray. I forget the name of them, but the LiPo tenders. Oh, they're, okay. Yeah, they're like the, smart tenders yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I what I, I unplug what we don't drive frequently and then put everything else on tenders and it's good. All right, man. You've got so. yeah, that's uh man, what a garage. Yeah. You got me beat by one eight thirty six. Now I gotta I gotta get on Craigslist Dude. now. Like, yeah, yeah. I've got good. a Prius for sale. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not it's like an E thirty six. Yeah, yeah. It's almost there. It'll be just mm-hmm. as quick. It'll be just as quick. But, uh, you know, I, I want to go back to how we met. So uh, we we had an event, a Beamer Challenge event that was at Big Willow. Mm. Um, and for whatever reason, smart or idiotic, we decided to trek the snow. We didn't know. Had you checked? Also, yes, that, that's, that's what I was going to ask, right? I didn't know. It said rain when I checked. Mm-hmm. Did you have any idea whatsoever? We, no. I, I mean, no, I probably... I probably still would have. I don't know if I would have done it or not. Yeah, I'm from the Midwest, so it's a little less scary. You, you have exposure. It's yeah. a little less scary. Yeah, but I've not towed towed in the snow before. Yeah. So, uh, either way, we were we were off. You know, we're going up 15, and you start we start coming around to um, 
138. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden it's like dumping. Like yeah. dumping, dumping. I'm like, oh shit, okay. What are it's we like do? it's like warp speed in Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you stare it for some reason. It's like <laughs> yeah, ooh. I don't know. I understand the deer in headlights when you look at the big snowflakes oh, coming yeah, at your yeah, face. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I was like, okay. I knew that 138 had a bunch of dips and stuff, and I was like, okay, I'm that's going to be tough to tow in. Yeah. Slow down, stop. So I, you know, we're driving, and I was like, okay, up. I think one exit up past the 138 exit is uh, like a 19 or 18, and it's like a perfectly straight road all the way in. So I was like, okay, we're going to gamble it. We're going to go go that way. There's no way there's snow all the way out in Redmond Ooh. or Rosamond. Yeah. And uh, or even out, you know, past this. It's probably just because we're coming up the hill. Yeah, yeah. So we get off the exit. I was like, man, this stuff is like it's like six inches deep. This yeah. is like actually accumulating. And we're going. And we're going. It gets deeper and deeper. And I was like, dude, I am literally towing a vehicle in this snow right now. Like, and then meantime, my wife is like flipping out because she's never seen it snow in the high desert. Oh, she's like, we're gonna there die. There are <laughs> Joshua trees and yuccas with snow on them. And like, she couldn't believe it. And and I I'm, I'm sitting. I know, well, see, the thing is, I'm like, I'm an idiot, and it's like, oh, cool, like. That's cool. It's snowing up here. It's like yeah. it just didn't like oh, right. phase I mean, you've me seen as it much. Yeah, yeah, and like so, I, and I and I can appreciate that. It's like this is a once in a lifetime thing. So you know. Oh yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool, but it wasn't like it wasn't like stop the car, pull over, and like let's take pictures. I was like, let's just get to the track. At, at any point during the drive, did you think I'm, I'm I have to stop and like just chill for a little while? No, because no. I knew I know that you. You do that and you're not moving again. Oh, yeah. man. So it's like we were already like once we made the commitment to go to the exit, I knew it was you got to go all the way. Yeah, so that's what it was. I had a stretch where I was going like five or ten miles an hour. I mean, this was for miles because any faster than that and I was like losing traction. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you losing traction at any point? I mean, no. you've got that. What? How big is your truck? Uh, I don't know F one fifty. Oh, it's an F one fifty. Yeah, okay. F one fifty with a, um, I think eighteen foot trailer on the back. Okay, and it's a steel trailer. Yeah, so it's a little heavier. I've got the Colorado, which is a half ton with an oh, aluminum trailer. So yeah. extra, yeah, 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 yeah. So I had very little weight, and and I'm only real wheel drive. I don't same. know, same. Okay, yeah. so it was. I had moments where I was like, I, I might have to stop. It, I think if it got to that, I probably would have probably would have thought about it but like yeah. i was very fortunate like everything was feeling pretty solid yeah. with the exception of stopping but for everyone freaked out and weren't on the road so i was like literally leading a pack of uh people oh so wow yeah. yeah i was very thankful for someone who was putting down tracks for me yeah right yeah, right like, i, I didn't yeah. feel i wasn't going super fast but i didn't feel bad about it either because yeah. it's like oh, i know sure. and, like you could see the traffic there was like one person was probably like 100 feet behind me and then the way further back were the next round of people so it's like they were you know i was it's cool like Damn. i was okay but i st when i finally cleared it they got to a point where it finally cleared for me and so i stopped at a uh gas station just to decompress yeah right i was so stressed it's super out stressful yeah and i look over at my car and i took a picture of this you can't see my front bumper like it's all covered in snow, like ice, probably. Yeah, probably. I'm like, oh my god, like this is out. 
I was like, and I'm going to a track day right now? Yeah. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I completely ignored that side of my brain and went through it anyway, and so did you. Yeah. And so did you arrive for the first session? We were late for the first session. Okay, okay. But I wanted to get out in the snow on the second session, and we I hustled right up to the, yeah. uh, to the grid. I was like, hey, if I unload this right now, are you guys still green? And he's like, right now, we're still green. I was like, sick. So I... Hustled in, parked, unloaded the car super quick. I jam up to the grid, and he's like, oh, we just flagged it because there's visibility. I was like so pumped because I really wanted to drive in the snow yeah. on track. It so. was an experience, man. You got to drive oh, in the snow? Oh, I got snow? to drive in this active snow, like stupid snow. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, but I wasn't ready for it. I mean, I was on RT660s. Yeah. Like, it's not the best cold tire, mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm, like, sliding around. I don't know how to drive in these conditions, right? No street experience, no nothing. Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, definitely losing. I spun out a couple times, yeah. you yeah. know? Like, it was... But I was having the time of my life. Right? No, so yeah. Fun. Like, I know... Fuck the times. <laughs> yeah, it's you like... Know, fuck the apexes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm here having fun. Dude, I want to be sideways through every turn. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah, it was so good. And actually, talking about car control, you know, do, are you a drifter now? Would you call yourself no. at least able to? No. no not even not even able to. Oh, dude, really? My wife will rag me for this because she's the drifter, but I can't do it. You I have a coach in the house. I know. We... I cannot. <laughs> She's tried. It oh. does not. It doesn't go well. Really? It doesn't go well. Interesting. I, yeah. The um. I've tried it. My extent is a donut and maybe a little figure eights. Yeah. But that's it. And I just have way too much mechanical sympathy and don't care to break stuff. So. Oh. Okay. And like. At the end of the day, like after I did my figure eights, everyone's like, "Oh, you did it!" I was like, "Yeah, that's cool," but it's like not for me. You know yeah, what I mean? So like, okay. I just, you know, she would love it if I was into it, but honestly, we can only afford tires for one program. So <laughs> yeah. it, this actually works out better. Yeah, it yeah works no, out that better makes this sense, way. man. That yeah. makes. I haven't done it. I feel like I need to do it just for the car control side of things. Yeah. I think it helps to know the limit a little more. Mm -hmm. But I'm surprised to hear that you weren't into it. This is the first time I'm talking to somebody who was like, "Yeah, it's just not for me." Yeah, everybody gets all gung ho about it usually. Yeah, I. I guess I'm a little embarrassed to even say it because, like, I should be more comfortable with the car control side of yeah. things. But it's just, I just, dude, I just can't get in this thing. Sit there at almost rev limiter. I'm literally visualizing axles exploding, <laughs> like differentials exploding, motors exploding. Like I see that in my head as I drive and I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, is it really worth it? Can I just drive faster more to yeah. get that <laughs> comfort with, you know, comfort with some yaw or whatever. It's like, yeah. uh, so I feel like there's other ways to get around that, but yeah, I mean, it, it's funny because my wife has been drifting for a long time and she, <laughs> you'd think that I'd be like right next to her, but it's like, no, you do you, you're doing a great job. Does babe. she do road racing? She has, she's driven my car a couple times. Okay. Uh, and, but for her going super duper fast into a break zone is scary. Which is crazy, right? Oh, right? Yeah. It's like totally crazy. Yeah. To so, us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I so, would agree. Yeah. But she'll go 60 miles an hour sideways into a wall. <laughs> so I, that I don't understand. Yeah. What so. Is, uh, so so I guess it's 
it's the same sentiment but the opposite. So mm-hmm. she's not very interested into the road and the road racing side of things. She is a little bit for the same reason. It's like just to better understand, get more comfortable at speed. Okay. But um, but when it comes down to it, it's like it's pretty scary. Like we did Willow Springs. Uh, or I'm sorry, streets. Okay, and streets. You know, in the the back straight. You know, you go over the crest when you can't see anything. Oh yeah, clockwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's right. just complete. I yeah, hate it. And she, I it hate free, it. It freaked her out. <laughs> I also hate that. But yeah, uh, if you get it right, it feels good. Oh yeah, so, yeah. But we, um, you know, we did that, and she didn't love it. But uh, you know, we went back and we did Button Willow in the M3, and like she did a really good time for her first time out in, at Button Willow yeah. in that car. So, and I think when she gets it, she gets excited about it. So. It's, it's like cool. all of us. Yeah, yeah right. I think yeah. I, like as any enthusiast would. Uh, but and I'm sure if I like linked up a track drifting, I would be like, oh, OK, sick. Let's do more of this. But yeah. until I get to that point, I'm yeah. not as interested. Yeah. So you hate it because you're not good. <laughs> Dude, I mean, yeah, let's just I let's just it. call it what it is. I couldn't yeah. get in and do it right away, so yeah. I am not interested. Dude, I'd be the same way. I'm yeah. like, oh, God, this isn't working on the first shot. You know what? I'm going to go back to road racing. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Yep. But uh, now I want to talk life at I- Ibach and you know, kind of get into the conversation that we started, right? So we know kind of you met some folks. It didn't work out as a technician first. You, know, you ended up uh, finding a position in sales. Mm-hmm. And this adventure started for you, you said, 11 years ago? Uh, February will be 11 years, yeah. 11 years ago, starting yeah. at sales. What has your journey at Eibach been like? Uh, pretty good. Pretty cool. I, yeah. It's it's very cool. So <clears throat> I was, uh, you know, started in sales, and I was uh, did graphic design in college. And so I had uh, sort of an understanding of, like, how to make, you know, lay things out. You know, layouts and how to write some copy as well. And we were working on a new uh, blog, you know, the manager at the time wanted to start a blog. And I was like, he's like, can anyone here write and take pictures? And I was like, Oh, I can write and I can take some pictures. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, well, here you go. Try and try this out. So I had the opportunity to try and build this blog, our first blog in house. And, um, so once, they realized that like I did that better than keeping up with my sales cust- my sales calls. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you know, why don't you just stay over marketing or something? Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how that that's oh, how that started. So you're responsible for the first iBoc blog. I, yeah, as far as I know, yeah. What did content look like for you when you started? Uh, I was trying to make it as educational as possible. Okay. Like, you know, like this is how to you know adjust your coilovers because at the time we were selling. Uh, a two-way adjustable damper, okay. um, a coilover system actually, and um, or sway bars is an easy, easy one. And so I'd come up with the idea. I'd write it as best as I knew, and then I'd go bring it over to engineering to make sure that I'm not an idiot. <laughs> yeah, like, but... cross-check everything and make sure it's good, and then we would post it up. Okay. So. By the end of you writing this blog, right, mm. did it still look the same, or had you ventured out into different creative areas? Uh, that's a good question. I think, I guess I shot a lot more stuff. I started to take more photographs okay, and then, uh, I started to do more social, you know, more of our social posting and was responsible for that. I actually forget a lot of that time in between the blog and becoming manager. So like, why talk? I don't know. Cause it's, <laughs> there was a lot of just 
weird stuff going on like gray area and like there was a manager in between me and then Um, you know there was all sorts of restructures as far as how the marketing department was going to look so a lot of it's kind of i don't know forgotten at this point but it was yeah so it was like blogs and then take pictures do some social media we were working with an agency at the time so it kind of worked i would actually do a lot of work between them and us okay so that's where like an understanding of how to work with an agency came about and then uh had the opportunity to become uh the manager there and that's uh and uh they said can you do it and i said yep yeah we'll do it and uh shoot fake it till you make it (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh dude that's uh, the the number one rule yeah um i'm the same way and so when you, what you mean by manager is the head of marketing at iBot. Yeah, well they restructured a little bit. There was a VP before, so okay. then, yeah, but but yeah. Okay. I mean that's a super fancy title, but It is a fancy title. But I don't, you know, like if you're like, "Oh, Mark's the marketing manager." I'll be like, "Yeah, that's me." Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Well, I mean, but yeah, you're the guy, right? You're you're the guy that the rest of the team is is are, Okay, how much are you responsible now for the media that I'm seeing on YouTube? on you know the social media you know is all that you uh that is my team member there you go vittorio uh, oh, so, okay yeah okay so he is responsible for you know uh all of all of that well we work together you know but he does a really good job of understanding what's going on in the company and what we need to talk about um actually the whole team really looks at what we're trying to push and um we have multiple ways to do it you know so to social media and then probably what you don't see is like we send out broadcast to customers like hey new product check it out that type of stuff right um it it's a it is truly a team effort but specifically for what you're talking about you know victoria does a lot of that and then we uh talk you know talk about next steps and you know we all work together with the sales team too because we have sales our sales team manager was previously the motorsports manager so he was really connected in all the motorsports industry and he's like hey so-and-so just won make sure we you know talk about that etc etc okay and so uh you know that's the side that we do see Mm. right now in terms Mm. of the side that we don't see um you know what are some of those responsibilities and then i want you to at the end tell me which side do you prefer (laughs) okay so uh this this is kind of fun so when it comes to engineering or coming up with new products, the engineering team needs to know what what the market wants, right? right. I mean, they're they're all enthusiasts. Everyone's enthusiasts. Like everyone at the office is enthusiasts. We all do this stuff in our free time. Okay. So there's an idea of what the market wants, but if some person is more in tune with that market, the the sales like from the sales and marketing team, we will make a suggestion like or request for a product. And because of our you know, being so involved with what's going on, we as a marketing team are always down in the engineering department. So we, um, they call, they call me like a jokingly a marketing engineer. I get a lot of crap for that because I'm not an engineer at all at like at all. There's a, there's a video I watched where you actually introduce yourself Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. And they put a little banner that yeah. says, not an engineer. Dude, my <laughs> engineers hate me. They hate me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because I always like, why can't we go lower? Why can't we go higher? Why can't we? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. like yeah. because you can't do You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. always, always asking questions. Yeah. And it's like, so they hate me. <laughs> Shut up, Mark. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think one of the fun things that you don't see is that, you know, sales and marketing are really involved in decision making on what products 
to release and like how far we push them uh, as far as, you know, heights or performance or what they do. So, okay. The marketing department is technically, I guess, not supposed to be doing that stuff, but we're yeah. actually a pretty small uh, team in the uh, in North American team. So it's like, we're all working very closely together to make those decisions and kind of see what we can do and push the envelope and try and get uh, exactly what people need. Okay. So, so it's, it sounds like you do prefer that side. If I was in a, if I had, if I had any math skills okay. or, or any, if I liked school, yeah. I would probably go back to become a mechanical engineer. Cause oh. I, I am interested in, I am interested in how things work. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And if you don't have a freaking degree in this stuff, no one listens to you. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Although it seems like they listen to you just no. based on the volume of questions. No, no, they still don't listen to me. <laughs> yeah. like, Nor oh, should they. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're the, you're just coming up I'm with just these crazy ideas. I'm the squeaky wheel, man. I'm yeah. the squeaky wheel. <laughs> Every company needs them, though. Yeah. Every company yeah. needs those squeaky wheels. Um, what would you say you're most proud of, really, in your automotive journey? Like it'll be a single event, a accomplishment. (laughs) That is awesome. Yeah, that. But what more, dude? B (laughs) five champion. What more do you need? Yeah, it's not the Uh, Nurburgring. It's not that you've owned a Honda without it being stolen for the last sixteen years. (laughs) Yeah, though. What is it, Uh, dude? Honestly, um, honestly, so it. If you told me, you know, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago when I started doing car stuff that yeah. I would be working for a manufacturer in California, I would have shit my pants yeah. and said, you're a fucking liar. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, you, you don't you never think about this part of the world or this being attainable. Yeah. Uh, and so I'd say I'm pretty my most proud car moment is just being part of this industry. I mean, like I met my wife through this industry, you know what I mean? It's like my whole life has become this car life. Right. So I'd say just kind of where I am today is probably my most proud thing. Yeah. But, uh, that's like high level stuff. Yeah. You know, as far as I mean, there's a, there's I mean, yeah, you're the head of marketing at Eibach that there's weight to that. Yeah, it's right. Even though you're going to say there isn't, you're, you know, humble hot boy, you humble know, hot, right, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't. but yeah, there's weight to that. There's weight to that. But, uh, yeah, that sort of wraps us up right in terms that there's plenty more that we can learn and we will in the future. Um, is that an invite back? It's an invite back on the record Dang. on the record. Dang. And yeah, you're going to regret that. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how wild we can get, but <laughs> The reason why I say that, too, is because if you don't become the King Motorhead this time, you have to take another shot at it. And now it is time for the Motorhead Blitz. And just to remind you and to remind you as well, 10 questions, 1,000 points per question. The final question, you can wager everything you've banked or a portion of what you've banked, whatever you choose. And... As long as you have the most points at the end of that, you will be King Motorhead. Are you keeping tallies for me? I am keeping tallies. I am keeping tallies for you. Don't worry about that. Um, This is a a current event automotive trivia game, right? So this is is going to be embarrassing, dude. (laughs) Just say I'm just. 
I will say either t- you can use it as a racer excuse or not, but <laughs> I, traffic. All, all this news, <laughs> all this news is from 14 days ago. Right, uh, 14 days ago to now. Yeah. So it's all current stuff. Dude, I'm just going to pack up my stuff. <laughs> yeah. Go. I will not have a job after this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hope you still do. I don't want to be responsible <laughs> for that, but we'll, we'll make something work if it happens. Um, you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. First question. This supercar automaker has filed a patent for a vehicle controlled by two joysticks. Your options are Lamborghini. <laughs> what? Ocean Gate. <laughs> Uh, Ferrari, McLaren, or Koenigsegg? Koenigsegg. Final answer. Yes. Incorrect. The correct answer is Ferrari. You're not Shoot. 0 for 1 right off Dude. the bat. Great Ferrari is like coming out patent with the system where you can actually drift the car with the joysticks. So you're not just controlling steering, but like yaw angle mm. and all that stuff. Is that how that little two-year-old kid's doing that in the... Oh, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Would you... How? I mean, it's hard. I, I know we'd have to get to a future where there's enough joysticks in cars. But like, do you think that would take away from the experience or add to the experience? Is the joystick in the It's like, two cockpit? joysticks, like next to you. Two joysticks, one on each side. Nah, man. No. <laughs> Yeah, like a skiing. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. it and is you're winter. Skiing in a car. Yeah, yeah. you're right. All yeah. right, all right. So you're zero for one, but you still and got not plenty four of joysticks. <laughs> pass no, on, hard pass, pass on joysticks. Hard pass on joysticks. All right. Next question. According to Consumer Reports, this is the least de- reliable car for 2024. Prius. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Dude, 2004 yeah. Prius. <laughs> that'd be uh, that'd be pretty spot on. But uh, you're I'm, you're trying to sell this car, you know that, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm gonna put a brand, a brand new OE battery, and it's gonna be worth ten right. grand. Perfect. There we go. There we go. All right. Here are your options: Jeep Wrangler, Dodge Ram, Honda Civic Type R, or Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid. <laughs> Least reliable. Least reliable car. Mm. Now. How much time do I have to answer this? Uh, you I can have as long as you want. We can be here all night it. if I you want. I it, right? Yeah. Okay, so Pacifica, I feel like you threw that in there because that's what you automatically go to. So I feel like that's kind of thrown, like supposed to throw me for a loop. The Type R... I'm doing my best poker face. Yeah, right yeah. Type R, I want to say, is like, oh, Honda, reliability, of course. But there's a lot of stuff going on in that car to make that thing go. Yeah. What are my other ones? Ram? Wrangler and Ram. Dude, Wrangler. Oh, that's tough. They're both the same. You know, it's all the same stuff. So, but it's 50-50. So which of the two, or is it the Honda? As a Honda guy, it'd be bad for me to say Honda. But I feel like you don't love the Honda guys so much, even though they're on your on here all the time. How dare you? All the time? (laughs) Dude. I'm going to go with Type R. Type R. Incorrect. Dude, it is tell the me it's Chrysler, a Wrangler. It's the hybrid Chrysler Pacifica. Shit. Dude, honestly, I thought because you just talked about the Prius, I was like, he's going to know this right off the bat. It's the hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I thought it was that was so, so left field. I was like, that has that to be, be it. Yeah. Can't be it. So the podium for least reliable cars, Chrysler Pacifica hybrid at the top, Volkswagen Taos, which we don't have here. Uh, or do we? The 
Taos? Yeah, I think we do. Okay, that's second. And then Ford F-150 Hybrid is third. Oh, so hybrids are bad. Hybrids are bad. That's what we've learned. (laughs) Listen here, folks. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we've learned today. All right, into question number three. EV sales in this country have passed 1 million units in a single year for the first time ever. Your options are USA, Brazil, Canada, or China? China. You're 0 for 3, man. I think uh, yeah, you've been, you've been predicting some There's stuff. There's a lot of cars going on out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is actually USA, believe it or not. Mm. USA. Yeah, China's been there for a while. Uh, uh, you know, they've had it for a while. They're number one. Europe, number two, which is primarily France and Germany. And at number three, with 5.1 million total cars on the road, the USA. Cool. Good night, yeah. folks. <laughs> <laughs> Over three. You still got a shot at this, though. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now. You still got a shot at this. All right. Ford is cutting production of this vehicle in half because of slow demand. The options are Bronco Sport, Mustang Mach-E, F-150 Lightning, or Ford Escape ST. F-150 Lightning. Bingo. You're on the board. Your first thousand points, sir. Yeah. Yeah, you said that with so much confidence. I I am confident because we're talking about it right now. We have lifts and lower springs for that, so we're oh you guys we're are... well aware. <laughs> All right, there you go. Work is continues to give you victories. Yeah, you're one Except for four. For the now. first three. Yeah, <laughs> let's not forget. Yeah, that. let's not forget those. I forgot. It's Kobe, yeah. dude. You forget. Right. You forget right. the yeah. ones. You yeah. know. So it's one for four now. You have a thousand points total. Um, I usually don't say this to anyone and i give this i give this option to them when they attempt to do it but i'm gonna give it to you ahead of time because now it's It's become a rule yeah okay now it's become a rule because it's been on previous podcasts if you know the answer you can stop me from giving you the multiple choice for a chance at doubling up your points i needed that earlier for the lightning (laughs) i stopped myself from saying it okay go on i know i know that's why it felt only fair to tell you now because i realized that that would that would have been one that would have been one but you're still in this you're still in this and now you're angry about it. you got a chip on your shoulder (laughs) (laughs) all right into question number five the ftc has announced a rule to combat scams in vehicle shopping the combating auto retail scams rule also known as here are your options Scam Plus, Cars, Dare, or FTC Free? What's the, the something automated rule? It's the oh, uh, it's cars. Com- you got it. <laughs> you got it. I saw it connect. Yeah, you yeah, saw the right, acronym. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. So you are now two for five, another thousand points. Oh man, now you're on a roll. We're heating up now. We're heating. Are you feeling good? You feeling good? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, not yet. Humble hot boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number six. You're two for five. GM has stated that it will be getting rid of Apple CarPlay and Android Auto for this reason. Your options are in-house development, cost cutting, driver safety. Or contract negotiations. Oh man, I feel like they probably wouldn't advertise this unless it helped the business. So I'm going to say driver safety. Bingo, dude! Three in a row. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> 
I've been here for years. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you got 3,000 points, and that is correct. What's weird is that Ford is actually saying the opposite, that they're including it for safety. Hmm. And I'm curious who's going to win that race. It's weird. But that is interesting. GM basically said, oh, but, you know, when there's issues with it, people all pick up their phones and we don't want to add to that. Yeah. And it's like, OK, well, just make it without issues. But is that really the reason? Though? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just exactly. Just, Maybe just saying. contract negotiations are there. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Into question number seven. You have 3000 points in the bank now. Which old car manufacturer is bringing back their old cars and building them new? Your options are Packard Motors. Studebaker, Pontiac, or Saturn? Dude, so I immediately was going to say Saturn. I don't know why, but I just don't. I think Saturns have all broken their plastic doors and are never going to come back. So Pontiac is an old brand, and it's got backing. Studebaker's kind of cool, and everyone's like, oh, that's, you know, I don't know. I know you want me to answer this, but I have to talk through it. No, 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 no. I I, I love this. It makes it feel, it makes me feel like Regis Philbin. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm Kathy Lee Gifford. Yeah. Uh, dude, okay. My gut, oh, man, there's no way Saturn can come back. My gut initially said Studebaker because... Right now, everyone's, you know, like all the bigger companies are like, oh, old is cool. Bring old back. Like people with money will pay for our old expensive cars. Uh, I just don't see Saturn doing anything super crazy. Pontiac is a possibility, but I don't think that's something that they would like promote. So I'm going to go with, oh, dude, I don't even know what a Packard is, to be honest. Like, I don't know. You've never heard of Packard? I mean, I've heard of Packard, but I can't think of like what vehicle it is. So, which is probably the right answer, but I'm going with Studebaker. Final answer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, dude. It's Packard Motors. I told you. You said it, too. I told you. Yeah, you said it, man. Yeah. It is Packard, which I think is very weird because they make, like, old-timey. These are 1930s cars. Mm -hmm. So you're talking, like, Model T-style moving wagons or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm surprised they're bringing them back. I don't know how well they're going to do. But... I think now that we're moving into an EV world, we're going to start seeing more and more of this. Well, will they be legal? Um, I doubt it. No, no way. Oh, that's no way. Fun. I doubt it. No I fun. highly, but I don't know. I don't know for sure. I mean, they, they didn't include that in the in the news article, but maybe it'd be weird to see. Yeah, just like yeah, a Packard well, yeah. that smokes you, like, yeah, right <laughs> on the Dude, line. Let me get out and crank the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You gotta charge the batteries like yeah. the old radios. Yeah. You yeah. have to wear a mustache and <laughs> talk like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll smoke you, son. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. I would I would probably buy into that. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. If I could grow that mustache. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You're now three for seven, three thousand points. <laughs> Going into question number eight, you have three questions left. Um, you still have a shot, actually. You have really? to be perfect from here on out. Oof, yeah, that's impossible. All right, Haggerty released its 2024 bull market list of cars set to climb in value. This car that was included on the list spanned 2008 to 2013. I know that year range very well. 
does it have to do with the BMW? Does it? I cannot uh, answer dude. that question. All right. I can. I you. You can ask for the multiple choice, or you can give me the answer. Oh, what would, happens if I give you the answer and it's wrong? It's my that's wrong it. answer. It's just it's your wrong answer. All right, answer. go with the multiple choice. <laughs> All right, your options. No! Your options no, are. Oh wait! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I love this, so dude. Much. Oh my god! You know I. You know I know this, but I don't have the confidence to answer it. Uh, fake it till you make it, right? Dude, two thousand eight to two thousand thirteen. <sighs> don't you have one of these? somewhere or you did oh 2008 to 2013 dude no multiple choice multiple choice i need to at least make an effort to win okay okay i'm gonna be pissed (laughs) (laughs) just drop it on me let's go uh okay audi s6 honda civic si bmw m3 or porsche boxster bmw m3 (laughs) I really thought you were going to give it to me, man. I know. I really, I was like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You know, happen. I know. Yeah. Just, just know, you know, I know. <laughs> I, I knew you knew. Yeah. I knew you knew. I could see it all over your face. I was like, <laughs> I, I felt like I was giving it away. Oh, man. Okay. The, the date range gave it away. Yeah, you know, for like sure. That's 100%. But I was like, dude, what else could it be? And I wasn't sure. I'm, I might not have said M3. I probably would have just said E92. And that can be. Or, you know, like E9X or whatever. So well, it could have been a def- Yeah, but if you would have said E92, I would have continued that. That's a fair enough answer to what I said, E92 what? Well, then I would have been like not knowing. Because then uh, I would I would have okay. overthought that. Okay. I would have said like a 330 or like, is 335 E92 or E90? I think you're like, you're like justifying it now, right? I don't yeah, think it would have happened. Yeah, yeah. I think went, you were going to say BMW. Because you said, don't you have one of these? When yeah. you said that, I was like, oh, he's got it. He's yeah. got it. Dude. All right. Well, you still got a 1,000 points. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. You're four for eight, a 1,000 points. Could have been two. two. Could have been two more. <laughs> uh, Here we go. But you got an option to, to kind of answer now. The four-day work, re- work week is on its way, and this manufacturer was bullish enough to adopt it. Four-day work week. I have not heard about this. We're not doing four-day work week, so uh, right. it's not on its way at Ibach. <laughs> um, well, it's, it's a, it's a, let, I'll repeat the question just to make sure. The four-day work week is on its way, and this manufacturer, uh, OEM manufacturer, car mm-hmm, manufacturer, mm-hmm, 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 was mm-hmm. bullish enough to adopt it. Mm. Don't know the answer. I'll, All right, I'll you're going to take, take the, the – the, yeah, now i got to stop – Lamborghini, mm-hmm. GM, Ford, or Aston Martin? I I immediately thought Ford, so I'm going to go with Ford. It's Incorrect GM. answer. It's GM, isn't it? It is actually Lamborghini. What? That's the uh, manufacturer was bullish enough. Oh, that was your clue. Bitch. Yeah, that was your clue no right there. No way. Yeah. Lamborghini, surprisingly. I actually started thinking about this, and I feel like it makes more sense because yeah, they make less cars. Yeah, that yeah. makes way more sense. Yeah. I thought, well, but I honestly thought it was a very, like, American thing to do. You know, oh, I the four-day like, work week? Yeah, the four-day yeah. work week. So I was like, oh, no way they'd do something like that over in Europe. But Yeah, but they did. There you go. They, they beat us to go. it. Overthought it. Yeah. That That's Mark. 4,000 points now. So you're going into your last question, right? The leader, the current King Motorhead has 10,001 points. 
What? Yeah. Second, so they got perfect score plus well, one? Well, no, they actually got like, they oh, got couple. six right, and then they wagered. Doubled up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, the second place uh, has 10,000 points. And your third place, let me make sure I'm looking at the right thing here. Your third place is at 8,999 points. Great. I am at dead last. Yeah, you are not Part- at dead last. We do have a 1,000-point score and two zeros. Sick. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. So you'll be in the rankings Solid for sure. Solid mid-pack, which is my driving, Forte, yeah. my driving capabilities as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. Perfect. So you've now banked 4,000 points. Now you know the full rankings available currently. How much do you want to wager? On the final question. Oh, that's how we got the zeros. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. What's the next closest one? Sorry, seven thousand points. A thousand points is the next closest closest one. The next, down, uh, up. down, up. It's eight thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Dude, so I have to go all in to get close to that eight thousand. Oh. Let me do. Let me go. I'm going all in. All in, okay. Four thousand points, all in, into the final question. Dude, so much suspense. This legendary sports car maker has a new snitch program to protect its brand. Your options are Lamborghini, McLaren, Ford, or Ferrari. Mm. I know. Ferrari is very, very particular about their brand, branding and brand image. Did you say Lamborghini is one of them? I too? did say Lamborghini. I just don't think that there are people stretching the Lamborghini brand outside of their range. You know, people are like pretty proud to have the Lamborghini and they're not doing too much with them besides making like a million horsepower down in Texas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but maybe that's a thing. Maybe maybe people are like putting giant turbos and stuff and ripping the backs of these things off for for more power, dude. I don't know. I gut says Ferrari. Going with Ferrari. Final answer, Ferrari. Final answer. You sir are out of here with eight thousand points. All Ferrari right. is the correct answer. They launched an anti counterfeiting reward program where you can go into a forum. And snitch if you find counterfeit merchandise. Mm. And if they investigate it, investigate it, the first person, and they find that it is counterfeit, the first person that reported it gets a reward. Interesting. You're right, Dude's... man. Ferrari has been serious Yo, about this for yeah. so long. Yep. 8,000 points. You are number four in the rankings currently. Out of how many? Out of eight so far. So Mid-pack. Yeah, mid-pack. Par for the course. Yeah, yeah. Par for the course. Yeah. Next time, uh, we'll see how well you do. Now you knew all the rules. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Yeah, because I didn't, you know, there was one missing there that you probably could have doubled up on. But anyway, that is our episode. Dude, thanks so much for coming on. It was so much fun, dude. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah. Sorry for talking so much. No, dude, that's (laughs) what it's about, man. I don't know why you keep saying that. That's exactly what it's about, but... Uh, anyone want to shout out anyone you want to hate whatever you want to say some, what do you want to end on I really don't have much to say uh, thanks for having me on yeah this was rad I will probably give shout outs to shout out to everyone uh, who got me to California 
and uh, my lovely wife, Rodina. So, dude, hell yeah, yeah. yeah. So, dude, thank you for letting him use your tools. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you awesome. for letting me still stay in the house when I forget <laughs> to put him away. You know. Yeah. Thank you for yeah, your patience. Man. Well, that is our episode. You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. And if you want to send us any emails, info at 91octane.com. That's it. Good Found night. that like button. Yeah, the like button. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I always forget about that. Dude, yeah.